Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Have you ever caught someone cheating on you? How did you figure it out? How did you wind up outing them and realizing that, oh, oh, hang on, I'm going out with a scumbag? I have never personally caught someone cheating, but I've heard from friends various stories that were pretty terrifying. Like there's one girl I know who was engaged and everything. Her boyfriend just never came home. Her fiance never came home after a night out. And oh, no. this uh, boyfriend was also friends with somebody else she knew. So contacted them, said, oh, by any chance did he go back to yours last night? And he had, and that was fine. So she arrived up to the house and didn't realise there was a girl in the bed with him. That's a dead giveaway. If there's a girl in the bed with him, you're kind of like, oh, okay, hang on. You should probably not get married, no. <laughs> 100% shouldn't get married. Listen, you can text us in if you've ever kind of caught someone either by accident or you set them up and you kind of discovered it and realised it after a while. Let us know. Our WhatsApp number 0876797104. Joining us on the line now is somebody who has, I suppose, taken a more active approach in trying to find guys who would be willing to cheat on their other half. She uses her Instagram profile and her Instagram account in a number of mm, interesting, unique ways. She joins us on the line now to tell us a little bit more about what she does, it, how she does it, why she does it. Uh, Paige Wallen, thanks a million for popping on the show. How are you? Thanks for having me. Great. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, be here, you know, remotely here, but here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good. Well, we're glad that you, you came on. I was fascinated to hear um, about what you do, about what you've set up um, in order to catch cheating boyfriends. So can you just tell us exactly where this came from and how you went about doing it? Yes, uh, of course. So I, um, you know, I'm a model. I've modeled for, you know, various brands like Guess and Maxim, which leads me to post on my Instagram, you know, in a bikini and lingerie and all that sorts of, you know, fun stuff. So, you know, one day at the beginning of quarantine, I realized, you know, I don't know if people realize the kinds of things guys say in girls DM, you know, especially girls that, you know, maybe have more cleavage than another and, and sort of like the crazy things they say. So I actually started this account called Dudes in the DM to kind of shed light on all that sort of stuff that's going on. Um, And then one um, segment of that, which actually just sort of popped up recently, is I said on that account, hey, you know, girls, if you want to see if your husband's, you know, messing around on you, I'll DM him from my personal account and we can sort of, you know, play it around and see what sort of things he's saying back to a bikini model. Oh, dangerous games. <laughs> it's, it's, I know it's the a... silence there was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
No, hang on. Hashtag not all men. Uh, no, I know a lot of men, though. It was. It's funny, though, because you mentioned um, that. And at the start of the year uh, or before, I had we, we did a thing on the radio where I managed Saoirse's Tinder profile and was trying to get her a date for Valentine's Day. So I was, Ooh. with her consent, of course, I, I was Saoirse right. on Tinder. And it was a massive eye-opener to the filth right. that men sent in. And I was just kind of, I was like, wow, this is this is depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it is nice, too. I'm sure you felt maybe a different respect for what women, you know, go through when they're just, we're just trying to date or we're trying to, you know, work or we're trying to do everyday things. And, you know, and of course, hashtag not all men is important because, you know, I especially am not trying to say that all guys are pigs, but there are a lot of them out there on the Internet for sure. And a lot of them are in my DMs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like for the average person like me that, you know, OK, I work in radio, so people might have an interest in, you know, clicking onto someone's Instagram to find out more about what they do in their personal life. I don't know. But, you know, I've had messages from men who clearly are in relationships that have pictures of a partner or kids, uh, you know, there for everyone to see. And they're asking me, you know, to go for a drink with them or whatever. Exactly. I haven't seen you. I'm sure you're pretty as well. And and so I'm sure that they they're, they're just the creeps. And it's always the ones with their wives and kids in their profile photos. I don't know why they're, they always end up being the creepiest. Absolutely. But I was just going to say, you are a model. So, you know, and look, I've seen your Instagram and you are insanely beautiful looking. Um, oh, so I can imagine you're getting a lot of attention. So this kind of stemmed then from, I guess, guys that you might have noticed were married or in long-term relationships DMing you. Exactly. Right. So, you know, I was it was only two weeks ago, you know, I started and after my, you know, fourth glass of wine on a Friday night, I was like, you know what, all these guys DMing me have their girlfriends in their in their profile photos. Um, you know, so I really wanted to sort of just be a voice for the women and say, okay, like, you know, I, I don't like this. I'm sure they don't like this. So we want to try and see, you know, and, and also there's that line of is it cheating? Is it not cheating? You know, how far are you okay with your boyfriend talking to, you know, a bikini model? What's that like in your relationship? How do you know that these men just don't want a new friend? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I, I can imagine they're looking for more. But, you know, sometimes even that's attention. But is attention cheating? You know, is talking to a girl cheating? Is is there such thing as friendship when you're in a relationship with someone with the opposite sex? Like, is that okay? I think it opens up um, a lot of dialogue for, for those talks to be had. Absolutely. And now to get to the juicy part, how many men responded to you and were happy to go ahead with talking and flirting and maybe going for a date when you knew they were with somebody? You know, I think it's probably less than you would think. One, I think there's a component that, you know, things are in writing these days. But let's say I DM maybe 40 men. I think like, you know, 30 didn't answer. And then I think a few, maybe five or six said that they did not have a girlfriend. So it was, you know, it was interesting. And, so, and one guy said, oh, you know, um, I have a girlfriend, but she She's bisexual, so maybe we can all go out. And you're kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, she, she didn't say that in her original message. So I had a lot of different interesting responses. And then since, you know, the article gotten sort, sort of viral, you know, the story, I've had, you know, thousands and thousands of messages of people sharing their stories and, you know, the, how much do I charge, which I, of course, never have um, and sorts of stuff like that. So it's just sort of escalating into different, you know, ways. Um, I'm delighted to hear that like 75% of the men have been honourable, respectful, decent men. And I just wonder as well, has anyone ever kind of, said that this is like a form of entrapment that these men probably wouldn't have messaged or like they're not they're responding to you like you're initiating it so are, is this causing a problem that probably or may not have been there initially yes you know i have received some uh, messages 
about that. And I and and usually my response to that is that, you know, I think if the girls reaching out to me and saying, you know, hey, can you please help me? I think there's obviously a sort of a lot of other layers that are already being there yeah. in their relationship. So, you know, at that point, you know, I didn't I didn't approach a bunch of women who are in happy relationships that think that their partner's loyal. You know what I mean? It was sort of just this announcement um, of, you know, hey, if you want to if you want to do this, I'm here for you because this is also a thing that annoys me is that they DM me weird, creepy stuff with you in their profile photo. So I, I, I think exactly. I think there is there is a layer of that for sure. And like how many messages are you getting from women at the moment asking you to check up on their partner? I've gotten probably over 10,000 messages from women. I've gotten horrible messages from men. You know, my Instagram account was actually disabled for 24 hours because so many people were, were reporting me. So for every, you know, 30 messages that are positive from, from women, I receive like a really nasty one. Like maybe it's the rat emoji like a hundred times or something like that, yeah. which I think is kind of like creative, honestly. But yeah, so the women, the response from the women has been outpouring, but now I'm like, you know, my cover's blown, the jig is up. How, how could I, you know, do this again if my face is sort of, you know, plastered everywhere as like, they're calling me like the honey trap and, and interesting things like that. It is, it is really interesting i'm like you know as well as that your men are dumb right a lot of men are dumb when it comes to these <laughs> things and we we can be very distracted by shiny things things with buttons on them and also you know i think we're a little bit more visual than maybe right. women are when it comes to relationships and someone who is as stunning as you comes along to a guy I, is it like winning the lotto for him where he's like honey I'm leaving you I've got this bikini model see you <laughs> thank you and good night I'm moving you know, to California right? <laughs> yeah, shows up to California and then you have to tell him no sorry that was just a thing that your girlfriend set you up on so uh, sorry you, you, you've destroyed your whole life so I just you know is, is there an alternative for, for women like let's say I pretended to be a billionaire and I started DMing right. girls going I think I'm going out a gold digger would that be similar i think so i mean i think i think it works both ways and, and look i think women cheat too and i think there is i think a lot of people in relationships go to bed at night thinking like oh is my partner happy with me oh are they cheating oh would she leave me for a billionaire oh oh would he leave me for a bikini model i do think it's i think it's similar and are there better ways to catch you know to find out if your partner has a wandering eye probably but you know and and me i'm no psychotherapist i was just you know a couple glasses of wine deep trying to um <laughs> you know help help some of my female followers out i had no idea it would explode into such you know chaos it's almost like gender divide of like you know oh she supports women and the men are like ah she's a snitch like off with her head so it has developed into something that's that's you know i can't even wrap my brain around really I just find it all fascinating to be honest um, what's the weirdest message that you've gotten in from from a girl from a girl oh gosh well you know the the most popular or the one that's been sent the most is like hey girl please I'm pregnant and my fiance has been cheating on me and I'm okay with it but I also just want to see in writing that he would want to hook up with you can you send him a nude and I'm like <laughs> what <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. So, Do mean, you know what that is, Paige? Yeah. That is the boyfriend with the girlfriend's phone trying to get a nude right. from you for free. Right, right. I know. I mean, and I'm like, hey, that's, that'll cost you, you know? You can't give those out for free. So, um, you know, it, that, that was a common theme. Like, I'm pregnant. I know he's cheating. I just want to see it in black and white. Like, can you please help me? And you can feel like sort of the desperate tone behind these women, which is, which is, un it's, it's sad and it's uncomfortable. So it, it's, I, I have been trying to brainstorm on how do you help support these women by not, you know, ending up, in, you know, one guy said he wanted, I was going to end up in a ditch somewhere with my 
throat slit. So, you know, we don't want that for me. That sounds aggressive. But I want to help these women. So I'm sort of in like a pickle. Yeah, I guess for a lot of men, Cormac, you're even kind of saying it'd be hard to resist. So suddenly they're getting really angry at the fact they can't resist you and in turn would Mm -hmm. cheat on their girlfriend. Right. And what is cheating? Right. I think it comes back in my head. Like, you know, I probably wouldn't want a bikini model to message my boyfriend. But, you know, it's it was really shocking how many girls just want to know, oh, would he respond? Would he not? Um, It was it was, you know, pretty shocking. Sersha, if you are going out with a guy Mm. and then Paige just starts DMing him and replying, would you be happy with if you had a boyfriend that he would be chatting away to just a random girl? I mean, she te- she technically she's technically miles away, so nothing could happen. Yeah, I'm not. I honestly, I'm the jealous type. I would never look at someone's phone or have any interest in that kind right. of stuff because I wouldn't go out with someone if I didn't trust them. But if I found out that that was happening and they were responding and it was like flirty stuff, yeah, I probably would just end it. To be honest, yeah, right, right, right. And where there's smoke, there's fire. And and I think it's like if you have that feeling of oh, he's already sketchy, creepy, like living your life in that constant like question is is, is he doing something? Is he not? Yeah. Is is just not a fun place to be in. I think we've all kind of been there. And having kind of that self-love to end it, it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think a lot of women, like like you're saying, with the amount that have messaged you, like I just can't get over how anyone would be still in a relationship with someone with that kind of insecurity hanging over them that they feel they need to write to you for you to check up on their boyfriend in case he's cheating. You're either really insecure or sense. your boyfriend's an a-hole. <laughs> right, I know. And there's a lot of a-holes out there, as you know. I mean, I've dated a couple for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you have but, you know, they're out there. They're everywhere. Yeah. And they're all on the internet. Yeah. It's funny because Sushi will get a load of weird messages in on the show, right, into her personal email account and being, being asked out for dates. And it's sad because no creepy woman has ever asked me out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's show. that about? That's not, not getting, no, no, I'm not getting creeped on. This is ridiculous. And he's a handsome guy. Well, I mean, he's tall. He's He has everything going for him. But girls just don't do that. Well, maybe if he started posting like in a Speedo on the beach, you know, yes. on all fours, you'll get the women, the creepy women in your DMs just like me. Yeah. That's there we the go. formula, I'm, okay? Oh, you're giving us the secrets now to a bit of Insta marketing. I love this. I'm going to go out <laughs> yeah. and get some Speedos. I'll wax my body up, Please oil don't. it up and I'll go down in the middle of December at like, what, like minus two degrees Celsius and just be all like, hey, how's it going? And then we can report back page and see how we're getting on. I think it'll work. And I think you can like, you can pose as a billionaire, like you were saying, a billionaire model, oh, yeah. man, and, yeah. see, and see how many women, you know, Leave their boyfriends for you. You're going to have girls on your doorstep as well. Just watch. Amazing. I'll be getting, th- you know, threats to slip my throat as well and be put in a ditch and it'll be <laughs> equality for everyone on the internet eventually. Yeah, so I can I, only hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what the, that's what we need to do. I'll, I'll get the Speedos. I'll get some beach poses. I'll pretend to be a billionaire, a vegan philanthropist. And then maybe, um, <laughs> maybe that's we can start prying people away. But what's then moving forward then with this account? As you said, you might fear the gig is up a little bit and that, you know, people might have copped onto it but are you going to continue with the the dudes in the dm account you know dudes in the dm you know like i said had started about the the crazy kind of messages i receive and and sometimes my response to them you know sometimes it's a knock knock a funny knock knock joke that i get in the dm um yeah of course you know i'm going to keep that account up and running of course um i do want to find a way to help the women that are dming me um i just haven't quite figured out what that formula is yet so i'm just i'm just working on it i think um but yeah the my dudes in the dm account will be up forever and ever and ever as long as instagram is up it'll be up and hmm. uh, and running well it is a fascinating experiment i'm not gonna lie i 
enjoy following this story and seeing where it goes. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, and listen, uh, if there is any other major developments, we'll be straight back out and we'd love to have you on again. But listen, Paige Woolen, it's just Paige, P-A-I-G-E, Woolen, on Instagram if you want to go follow her. And the other account that she's been uh, doing this um, work uh, with finding out who or who not uh, who isn't cheating it's just dudes in the dm if you're listening and you want to follow that it's uh loads of messages up there online but some of the responses that you've been getting some are funnier some are insane but uh listen <laughs> Paige, we appreciate you coming on giving up your time here this evening very best of luck with uh the rest of the the accounts and the careers and everything else that you're doing and thanks for popping on fm 104 thank you so much for having me i look forward to being back on anytime at all you can uh, let us know your thoughts on that, 0876797104, here's 24 Golden in your mood. It's Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here and your restrictions for your local pub, restaurant, cafe, lifting tomorrow, you should be able to go down if uh, your pub serves food. And we've been chatting to this gentleman before on the show at the start of lockdown and we obviously know that not all pubs have been given similar treatment and we discussed that disgusting phase of 2020 still won't go away. The wet pubs are still closed. But someone who's been kind of uh, documenting this and been vocal about this online runs a hugely successful Facebook page called The Angry Bartender Ireland. Is he still angry or is he happy? Joins us now on the line again ahead of opening up uh, tomorrow. We'll call him AB from now on, just for short. But uh, AB, sir, how are things? How's it going, Cormac? Look, glad, glad to be back to have an input and I suppose get the, the voice out there. Yeah, we're delighted to have you back on. Now, obviously we were talking long ago and you were extremely upset and annoyed that the pubs weren't reopening and that was back in March. We are now in December. They can open now once you're buying food. Yeah, and with a kitchen on site. Um, mm. So, so the, the 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 chipper vans outside and ordering from the local chipper that's been done away with for air quote safety concerns, I suppose. Um, so th- that's the big caveat to opening tomorrow. That um, 55% of pubs won't open tomorrow in the country, but uh, 45% will. Well, can and whether they choose to open there or not is is up in the air because it's hard. It's hard to operate currently, you know, in the restrictions we have. Um, where's your head out? Your head at at the moment with Everton? Professionally. I'm I'm okay. I'm back to work tomorrow, and that's fantastic. Christmas is a bit easier for me and my family, and um, uncertainty in January. But professionally, okay. And um, business on the books, it looks okay. In regarding the trade, I suppose the trade I love and the trade I've done forever. I'm worried, concerned, heartbroken. Like since I spoke to you guys in March, my page has has doubled, and the, the messages and messages and messages looking for advice, looking to chat. It's it's heartbreaking. Like it's it's tough. Like. It, it, like it really is tough to the point of there's a few more guys helping me out because there's a lot of information you need and we don't want yeah. to you know, false, yeah. false information and a lot of people reach out to us who mightn't be associated with a lobby group and they just want your normal bartender looking for what's the story with this or what's the story with that so we've, we've put a lot of hours into it so as a trade I'm concerned uh, personally look I'm back to work but but I can't like I, it's, it's all or nothing like we're all open our are we're still fighting, you know? Are we still have to be vocal about it? Well, I mean, it just goes to show over 50% won't reopen tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, because they can't, because they haven't got kitchens. And, like, look, I'm Dublin-based, you guys are Dublin-based. That, that's probably a bit strange to us. There's a few pubs around that don't have kitchens, but rural Ireland, and, and that's where it's going to hit the hardest, you know, the, 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 the villages, and uh, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to, 
the, the contemplate around the country the amount of places that won't open and the staff that won't have jobs to go back to like that's that's tough like the one thing I wanted to ask you just in, re- in regards to staff I presume that it's going to be difficult for, for pubs to find staff for like the two or three weeks in December because I imagine a lot of people have had to make the decision if they've you know bar men and women who are looking after their families have to kind of go well I need something a little bit more stable here so I'm going to have to leave the bar trade the skill shortages for next year is going to be the biggest problem in the trade after quarter one that's going to be a huge issue I did it myself I went to work for a delivery company um, for just, just for mental health to get out of the house yeah. uh, it didn't work out it was terrible but a lot of people are doing it we've seen um, the All I Want for Christmas campaign with the LVA which I, I partook in uh, a lot of chefs working on building sites I've struggled to get staff back through no fault of their own like again look, a lot of entry level staff who will go work anywhere because they're working and, and the, the trade will, will be drastically affected a lot of pubs I feel for Christmas are, are using oh we don't think it's safe or we, you know, we don't feel it's right to open or whatever term they're using but, but I would sense behind that is they can't get a lot of staff back and they, they, they physically can't operate their business because they can't get staff and I, I feel that will be brought up next year I think that's going to be a big big problem next year And have you gotten word at all that um, you know things are going to stay open for you guys come into the new year or yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm an optimist. Like, I'm absolutely an optimist. And, like, the page can be quite negative, but it's always defensive. <laughs> it, but it's always it's always from a good place. And this crack you hear of, oh, we're going to be closed on 6th January, that's not what anyone said. That's when it'll be reviewed. And, like, I'd only implore any public in listening, and, and I'm sure they are, like, to operate safely, for the people who are out partying to do it safely, because the intention is to stay open. Just because you think that's what's going to happen, like, we have a choice in it. We can be safe, we can wash our hands, we can distance, places can operate responsibly. And we mightn't go down that road, you know? Like, we could still be sitting outside at the end of January, or we could be closed, or we could still be inside. That depends on, on the people and, and how we operate over Christmas. Uh, and I suppose it's not just obviously the bars because it's a lot of restaurants and cafes and, and different places that serve food that are still you know up in the air I know the cafes and restaurants open from tomorrow but as you said you never know uh, what will happen but over the last six to nine months again I still can't believe that we're in the middle of December now it's just this year has been a blur and has disappeared for you then uh, what has been the, the hardest thing dealing with all of this? Uh, staff honestly the staff trying to be ahead of all the new information the ever-changing information like at the start we had tried to to pay them a percentage even though we were closed but then we quickly found that doesn't make sense they're better off in the pub the changes in the pub just trying to keep those guys informed and for for them to say look I can't come back and go to work somewhere else like and they're struggling to tell you that but you get it their welfare that that, that is like I, I don't care if people go out on the piss I really don't I really don't care and that's always thrown back at the page well, it's everyone drunk and blah, blah. I'm not on the page for that reason. I don't care if people go out on the piss. I care about the thousands of staff that work in the trade. And I care about my core team. Now, I've got 26 out of 28 back for Christmas, which is brilliant and fair play to them. That's all I care about. And that has been the hardest bit because everyone is worried. And, and as, as worried as I am, there's, there's other people who look up to me to be responsible are worried too. And that has been tough. Yeah. And have you got bookings and stuff already in for tomorrow? Or are you just kind of playing it by ear? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I would always be critical of the government, but whoever spoke to them and said, if you're not going to open, and it originally was supposed to be Monday, someone had said, you need to get this weekend out of it for a couple of reasons. Like, businesses need the three weekends in December and the four if you're in suburbia, but also, no one is going to cancel if they can't go this weekend. You're going to push everyone out till the following weekend. It made logistical sense for, to open this weekend. Whether people are happy with it or not, or too soon or not, it just does make sense. And we are... Flat out. I am city centre and we are flat to the mat and the phones haven't 
blading stopped, emails haven't stopped, Facebook inquiries. And a lot of people, and this is what we do on the page, like the, the inquiries we're getting for office parties, for large family dinners, it's like, lads, it's like fucking eight months. Like, we're in a pandemic, and you're still looking to book 50 people for an office party. Like, where have you been, you know? Like, and that, it's not a once-off. <laughs> that has happened so yeah. much. It's like, where have you been, lads? Like, that's not going to happen. And I, I feel other pubs that, like, you see them all posting about it. But, like, yeah, business this weekend, town will be hopping, and I hope responsibly. Like, people are, not, are always asking, are, are you busy? I'm like, yeah, we are busy, but it's a new busy. You know, it's, yeah. it's not busy like it was this time last year. It's a new busy. Yeah, I will be yeah. full. That's not busy from last year, but I am full. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, my capacity is, is way down, but I'm full. And, and I'll turn tables as best I can and give everyone a good time. And, 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 and I hope all the pubs that are open do the same thing and are as busy because, Jesus, we could all do it. I'll do a little bit of a break and, and, and a relief, but as you said, it has to be done responsibly and, and, and safely and, and as best as possible under the current guidelines. Last question before we let you go, A.B., yep. from uh, the Angry Bartender Ireland page, if you haven't checked it out and you're you know concerned or interested in, in what's going on in the whole bar space here at the moment during the lockdown. Uh, where do you kind of come down when it comes to the decision to keep the wet pubs closed? This has been a, like a, a big topic today. We were promised evidence. And again, I look into this and I, and I, really, I really follow it. We were prom- promised that evidence and we got a report from Ernest and Young and that was countered today by the lobby groups with 14 valid points and no one has come back and answered them. Show me, show me where it makes sense and, and I buy into it. I, I don't buy into propaganda. I don't buy into... Like, yeah. Show me hard, hard, hard facts. Not coming around the corner things. everyone when they get drunk all starts and licking each other's face. Show me where it actually shows evidence and absolutely I think everyone could get behind it. But it's the, the mishmash of rules and the nonsensical rules of you have to eat, you have to have dinner. And, like that makes no sense and the lying as well we were told previously that when hostility opens it'll all open that changed I fall on it that if it's correct and if the evidence shows that should be the case well then I'll support it but until then I can't and I'll, and I'll be quite vocal about it and I'll continue to do that Yeah I don't see how a dinner makes any difference to anything but sure look that's the way it is at the moment Well listen uh, Amy from the Angry Bartender Ireland check out the Angry Bar- Bartender Ireland Facebook page and uh, to yourself and to everyone else who's going back to work behind a bar tomorrow or in a pub wherever uh, very best of luck but thanks a million for popping on and we'll chat you again soon Cheers lad thanks appreciate it No worries at all let us know what you make of that anyway uh, 0876797104 here's Lady K- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. We were chatting about this last night. The monolith in Utah, which miraculously appeared out of nowhere. Don't know how long it's been there. And then suddenly disappeared. Is it alien? No, it is probably not aliens. Okay? We don't know for certain. Fair. We don't actually know for certain. It could be. A- it could be. There's a slight possibility that it could be aliens. Anyway, if you haven't been following this, it's the strangest, one of the strangest things to end 2020 with. Basically, uh, lads over in Utah, they're pe- Park County Rangers. Anyway, they're out counting sheep from a helicopter and they saw a 12-foot metallic object in the middle of nowhere. There's no path to this. There's no public park. You have to, like, hike for hours to get out to this spot where this 12-foot, when I say monolith, it's a like a 12 foot rectangular block yeah metallic I mean, it's, rectangular block it's big obviously yeah. so it's not easily moved and, no you know you wouldn't be doing it in your spare time just kind of moving it about blase no you definitely need a team of people or aliens to put this in the middle of nowhere now do you know what they should do they should set up cameras hidden cameras all around these areas. Yeah, but the aliens would know. They would scan the area before they leave their monolith and then uh, they? they would choose somewhere else. Of course they would, yeah. You know? Okay, well then if it was humans, 
we'd know for certain. There you go. And otherwise, we'll never know. <laughs> so uh, this picture is, is this picture's all over the internet. It appeared in the desert. We chatted to Ricardo Marino, and he, him and his girlfriend hiked out over the weekend. And they wanted to just go and have a look at it. Mm. Spent 10 hours getting there. And then they got there, and all of a sudden, there was a note on the ground that said, Bye, bitch. And someone had done a wee-wee beside the monolith, and the monolith was gone. Very rude. Very rude. Uh, another one has since appeared in Romania. This is the second one appeared in Romania, um, and then disappeared as well. And now, today news has come out that a third one has appeared in California. It's a- so strange, and they're all similar, obviously. They're all pretty, pretty much the exact same. So a jogger was out in California. Uh, what day is today? Thursday. Yesterday, uh, discovered that now there is a brand new monolith over there and like, just appeared out of nowhere this monolith would not be able to be placed quickly unless you had a, a team of several people and or were an alien you would think someone was able to witness yeah a monolith being put down y- it would be hard to keep that out of sight of it people would. especially it would. going into to random places so um, that's that's the latest on that they're going to keep either Random people are just, it's like a copycat killer. That's what I think, yeah. Or there's a global initiative to place monoliths everywhere. And will we have one on Newgrange this year? I'd love that. Now, it turns out you won't be allowed to go to Newgrange for the winter solstice, which is, is that the 24th? 23rd, 24th? Shortest day of the year when the sun comes in through the thing. Oh, it is actually, You're yeah. Where people aren't going to be allowed to go see that this year, unfortunately, because oh. of COVID and yeah. lockdowns, and that's going to be annoying. But um, is a monolith going to appear in Ireland and... And where? And when? It's going to appear on top of the spire. Imagine. No one would notice. Uh, no one would notice. No one would notice at all. We, we, we would not care at all. But listen, there you go. The third one has popped up. And we'll definitely keep an eye on this because I wonder how... I, I just wonder, is it the same person or is it people who are just seeing this and kind of building their own one and going, this is gas? Because the one that was taken down from Utah anyway, there is photos of uh, a team of men mm. taking it and removing it. So we know that humans have done that one. Or at least took it down. We don't know who put it up. We definitely That's know who I mean. took it down. That's what I mean. Like, no one knows who put any of these up. Uh, yeah. Solstice is the 21st of December. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Sandra, Thanks appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so maybe, maybe, if we get working on this now, the 21st is a... 21st is a Monday? Monday. Yeah. Monday, would we, we get enough time to bang up a solstice, uh, monolith on the uh, Newgrange Monument? It depends on who's doing it. I know, we needed a group, a team of people, we need a bit of money and a metal fabricator. As I said, we put a call out for a metal fabricator last night, still searching for you, wherever you are, who can build this monolith. It's doable, we've got a couple of weeks left, you know? Yeah. Um, it's humans, guys, pre-planned. Let's get the world talking. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sort of thing. Oh, right. Okay. Ian, I think you're right. Eno, I, I'm sorry, I'd like Eno. to think that it is, you know. Eno, but let's just go with the angle of it's humans being controlled by aliens. Yeah. Because how can they do it so quickly? How can they come in and out to, to places that are not easy to get to with a 12 foot monolith? Someone should put it up maybe in Glendalock somewhere. No, everyone, I know no one's going for an old Glendalock hike now in the December freezing cold. Yeah. But maybe there or maybe up, as we mentioned, at the Hellfire Club or on Newgrange. Newgrange should be good. And you know, Solid. it could be aliens. Mm. Could be, how do you explain the Romanian one? How do you explain the California one? <laughs> I know, humans, yeah. Um, so listen, we'll keep an eye out because do you think there's going to be any more? Definitely, 100%. I think there will be one in every country by the end of next year. This is going to just be the next thing. It's going to be a global... Yeah. The first one was um, linked to that artist. is John McCradden. So the first one I think we know is an art installation or whatever. Global monolith. Global monolith initiative. So forget about the virus. That will be sorted out. <laughs> There'll be monoliths just popping up left, right and centre. Yeah, we'll take a monolith over that any day of the week. So listen, uh, the third one has been found in California and we will keep an eye out for the fourth one and the fifth one and the sixth one, if there is one, and maybe an Irish one. And who knows? It'd be gas if one did appear here. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it will. But that is uh, the latest. Quick reminder as well, if you're going to be up tomorrow morning at about 8 o'clock, Jim, Jim and Nobby have uh, a thousand euro for you. They gave away a thousand euro today on Instagram. Nice one. Very, very nice Christmas and would make life a hell of a lot easier. So if you'd like to be in with a chance of winning that €1,000 tomorrow morning Instagram, be sure to tune in from about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Also, they always give you the first question on Insta, on FM104's Instagram account. So uh, if you're following Happy Days, you'll see that in the morning, but you'll get a heads up with that one and you could be €1,000 richer tomorrow. Here is Gavin James. This is Boxes. Drew. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Night night Cormac and Saoirse. Early night for me. Enjoy the show as always. Thanks Eileen. Oh thanks Eileen. Early night for once. And it's 10 to 12. Some people, there's some freaks out there who go to bed at 9. I know. I have a friend who uh, anytime I ask her how she listened to the show she's like no I'm in bed at 8. I go to sleep at half 8 and I don't wake up till 6. She wakes up at 6. Come on now. That's Cop my problem. On. Cop yeah. on now. Don't be, don't be at that stuff. Okay. Uh, anyway, the restrictions for your local pub and restaurant and stuff are uh, lifting tomorrow. So you might be able to get a pint and a meal and meet some friends responsibly, socially distanced and shaming everyone who might break your tone two metres. Anyway, one of the things I'm looking forward to this weekend is the cinema's back open. Yes, which is so exciting. Really can't wait to go to the cinema. I'm just having a quick look here and seeing, is there any new movies out? I, I, I don't know. Uh, we were chatting a little bit earlier as well, what they're going to do uh Warner Brothers anyway they are releasing their movies in the cinema but at the same time they're releasing them online so you can stream them as well as go to see them in the cinema some people some people think that that'll destroy the cinema 
I don't think so because I think you're not going to beat the cinema experience. No, you're not going to beat like, that. No one will ever say they prefer to stay at home I know, watch yeah. something and stream it. Never. Uh, I think, who knows, it could, it could do wonders for the world because obviously the movie industry has been decimated this last year as well. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen next year anyway. They'll be releasing, uh, what is it, Kong? Who is the Who is the Japanese monster Godzilla 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 yeah, yeah. v Kong Mortal Kombat movies coming out next year they're all going to be both available to stream online and in the cinema at the same time so it'll be interesting to see how that works out but here are some of the movies that are available to watch this weekend in this is Showtime's Movies at Soars anyway right Wolf Walkers that sounds like a new movie I've never heard anything never about it never heard of that no Pixie never heard of that one either is that new uh, could be new Oops The Adventure Continues Sounds like a kid's one. Finding Jack Charlton. Oh, that's, that's meant to be cool. very good. Yeah. Um, Elf is back. That's Will Ferrell's Elf, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, St. Maud. Oh, here's one for the girlos. Love Actually. Love Actually with Hugh Grant. That'd be a bit of crack in the cinema. It would, yeah. Home Alone. Cannot wait. But look at the times. Uh, okay. This... 11.40 I will never make and 2.20 again I wouldn't be into the well, cinema Well, that's, that that's tomorrow. Let's see. Home Alone. Oh, yeah, 2 o'clock. Let me see. see. Sunday. Is it any later... No, no it is not. Anyway, we'll we'll look at Saturday times and see what the story is. Home Alone is there. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I do love the Muppets Christmas Carol. That'll be a little bit of fun as well. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The Grinch. A gift from Bob. Die Hard! Eight oh, o'clock! No yes! way! Yes! There you go. There, there you go. go. What day is that on? That is on Saturday evening at ten no. past eight. Oh, you're sorted. Oh, that's just that's made my Saturday, day. Yeah, that's your that Saturday has day. made my day. Miracle on 34th oh, Street in there as well. I love Miracle on 34th Street. You go to that, that's a 10 to 5, so it'll be nice and dark anyway. Oh, I go to that and then I'll go to Die Hard after. Oh, yeah, there you go. Two uh, films and one. It's a Wonderful Life is in there as well. Scrooged, Scrooge, Interstellar. Oh, that's a great film. Oh, it warps my mind at the end. I'm like, why are you in a bookcase? Why are you in a bookcase? Yeah. How did you survive falling through a black hole now? Come on now, lads. Anyway, it's a good movie. Great movie. And now Superman is there, Spider-Man, Jingle All The Way, Rocky Four. There's great films in there, to be fair. To be fair. and That you probably haven't seen in cinema. Because yeah. a lot of these, obviously, you'd watch at home every Christmas, but you wouldn't necessarily see them in the cinema. So why not go? Delighted to see that cinemas are back open. And obviously, you know, the, the great thing, I know it's not obviously ideal for the cinemas, but one of the reasons I love the cinema during the pandemic as well is yeah. because they will not put anyone beside you. <laughs> No, they won't. So they're like, they're not allowed to put anyone beside you. So I'm like, can we keep it this way even when this thing's gone? You'll be well spaced out. Can we keep it like this for forever? They probably will for a while. They probably will for a good while. And I, do you know what? I'm going to turn into one of those Karens and I'll be like, can you make sure now I'm just a little bit wary of the virus? That was 12 years ago, sir. I know, but you never know how long it could I'm last. I'm still wary. It's just, in the air. I just don't want anyone beside me. Thanks. Thanks very much. We could do that. Oh. Uh, so listen, that's good. That's good anyway. Uh, tomorrow night on the show, we've got a couple of people lined up who you'll be hearing from. One will be talking to us and to you about how social isolation affects your brain. It's a really interesting study. Apparently, it makes you crave human interactions, which we kind of knew anyway. But now there is evidence showing that the part of your brain that's responsible for you craving bold foods is also responsible for you craving human interaction and social interaction. So it's kind of like being on a diet where you go on a diet, you crave really bad foods. When you go on a social diet, you now crave seeing people a hell of a lot more. So uh, that's going to be interesting to hear. Yeah, cannot wait for that. Yeah, because I love people and I have been on my own for the last seven months. So it definitely feels like when I'm hungry because, you know, 
I need it. I need yeah. people and I need food. Yeah. On the loan for alone for the last seven months? Yeah, I have. Oh my god. I have, you know I have. I've only seen you in the last um so sad. since September. That sounds like it feels like September was a couple of weeks ago, but it's December. It is the third, almost the fourth of December. Does that mean you're not bored of me yet? Because you know you're saying it feels like September was only oh, two weeks yeah, ago. So you know, uh, yeah. wow, I'm just fine. We spent a lot of time apart, and then yeah. yeah, finally I see a human again. Yeah. Anyway, then I have dreams of you killing me. But sure, look that <laughs> for another day. <laughs> That's just because I was electrocuting you on the show last night. With our new feature, Shock Shocks, back next Wednesday. You can electrocute us live on the air. Uh, listen, cheers for tuning in. As always, this evening, tomorrow night, back from 10 o'clock after Freaks on Friday with Al. Tune in to the lads in the morning as well. You could be winning yourself a thousand euro. And as always, Ihawa. Ihawa. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have good a good nice. night now. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.